When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome, everybody, to the third episode of The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson, and sadly, there's no Tim today because we are changing things up a bit. This is the ladies' night episode of the pod where the gals from Psych come to talk about the new movie, Psych 3, This Is Gus. Today, we have the incredible Kirsten Nelson, a.k.a. Chiefick, and Jasmine Simon, a.k.a. Salene, Gus's wife and the mother of his child, in Psych and in real life. We are so excited to talk about the movie, We're going to laugh about good times, cry about the good times, and share our favorite memories with all of you. We had so much fun. You know that's right. You know I just stole that from Dulé Hill. But anyway, you know that's right. This is our Psych 3, Psych the Movie 3, This is Gus movie special. And it's actually just one psychologist this time, moi, because it's ladies' night. I have two of my most favorite, beautiful, wonderful people here joining me. And I'm going to start with Jasmine, uh, (laughs) 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 who on top of everything that she does, this, this wonderful woman, wife, mother, actress, now author, which is the coolest thing, uh, which I just recently learned about. You want to tell us about your new title? Yes. Well, now my head is bigger. So thank you. (laughs) Yes. So 431 days ago to the day, I got a book deal at Random House to write a book that had lived in my heart for a very long time. It was based on a conversation that I had with my daughter, Kennedy, which you all know. And it's a book called Most Perfect You. And it's about children and also the parents reading the book. It's is a reminder to love all the things that make you you, that everybody is unique and individual and that they're on purpose and that they are perfect just the way that they are. So that will be being released in stores on May 3rd. Now, the funny thing about May 3rd is that's going to be my book's birthday, but it's also Dulé's birthday. Oh, so it's going to be... Wait a minute. This is lining up really well. Wow. Yes. So it's a very special day for birthdays in this house um, this coming May 3rd, 2022. So yes, most perfect to you. So everybody, if you want to do do lay a big solid, go pre-order the book for his birthday. You guys, you heard it. The best thing you could give Dulé for his birthday is pre-ordering Jasmine's book. That's what, I mean, I'm sure that's what he wants. He wants nothing more. And also, since we know that Selene was pregnant at the end of the second Psych movie, I can only assume that this book is going to be Baby Guster's favorite book, obviously. Obviously. It already is. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Kirsten. What? Hello. Kirsten Nelson, also one of the most wonderful people I know, wife, mother, actress, and also director. 
one of the most powerful experiences I've had working and one of my most favorite directors I've ever worked with. Also, <laughs> part of our big ladies' night bonding on this movie, I love, 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 love Juliet and the Chief, our whole journey together and everything. I love both of you so much. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Ladies' Yay. Night. We love you. Anything you want to add, Kirsten? Cue music now. Feeling right. Yeah. It's Ladies' Night. Yeah. Hey. Oh, what a night. Hey. Um, no, that's, I think, was just such a nice thing when we were in the trailer getting ready for that day. Getting ready at what? What was it? Like two in the afternoon? Yeah, when we for started. Our night. We were mm-hmm. like, yeah, for our night shoot, since we have to shoot all night. Um, that we came into the makeup trailer and they had our jams going and it was just really funky and it was like, it just felt like us, you know, and they were setting it up for success for the rest of the evening. I mean, we knew it was going to be a long night. It was a long week. It was a long week already. It was a long experience already because, I mean, I don't know for you guys. I know for me, this was my first time back to work in the pandemic because I would like to yeah. say it was post-pandemic, but we were still very much in it. Um, and we had to quarantine in Canada for two weeks. And Jasmine, you had come from Atlanta, right? I did. I had been in Atlanta for five months shooting my TV show on Netflix. And so I went straight from the frying pan right into the skillet. So I left left one one COVID protocol and then went to Canada with my family, with Levi, who was not, he had just turned two years old. He had just turned two and Dulé and our nanny because both of us are in the movie, so who was going to watch Levi? Yeah. And we quarantined for two weeks. And, you know... Which was also, speak, speaking to the having Nanny and you guys both being in the movie, uh, we couldn't have guests. And Levi was considered, <laughs> right? Yeah. Was he allowed? He wasn't allowed to come to no, set. No, he was not. He was not allowed to come to set, which is so sad because when you're away from your kid for, you know, 12, 13 hours a day, you would like them to see, like, this is what I'm doing. And guess what? There's craft services, which is all of our favorite part. He didn't even get to watch his fruit snack. He couldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get He couldn't go. And I get it. We were, we were in charge of keep making sure everybody stayed safe. You know, the cast is well protected, and we wanted to make sure that we protected everybody else. And so he didn't get to come. At the same time, we wanted to make sure that Levi was going to be well protected because we all knew coming in, we're all vaccinated. We are all, you know, at various stages, either a one shot or a two shot that we knew coming to Canada. And I'm sure Canadian protocols were very, very different than what Jazz was experiencing in Atlanta here on on the U.S. side. Canadian protocols are very different. But with the start of Delta and that whole variant coming through, we're like, Levi's Levi's too young. Levi's still a baby. We need to protect him. Okay, so we'll come back to all of our quarantines in a second. But Jasmine, you had this app of Levi that he could hear your voice. and But... We got to benefit from this as well because we would have these like sweet moments where we'd all just be like, oh, night, night, Levi. Levi was taking his nap. And Levi, <laughs> so she would have this app going all that I, I, I don't know how. And, and Kirsten, you too, and, and especially in the early days of Psych, like how you guys did it or were doing it. But it was some of my favorite time on set. I still say night, night, Levi. Night, night, Levi. Just out loud I, sometimes. Or <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like this podcast should be sponsored by Nanit because that is the the baby monitor that we got to all talk to Levi all day. And you're right. It, it is always a challenge. And I can only imagine how Kirsten did it when her baby was, she had a 16 baby. years ago, 15 years uh, ago. Yeah, yeah. 15 years ago with a new baby and a baby in LA. So you yeah. have to kind of divide and conquer with your husband. And luckily in this movie, Dulé and I were together with Levi, but we had to leave Kennedy at home, who was 16 at the time. So it's always, you know, a tug of war of trying to figure out how to make work-life balance a reality. And sometimes it just doesn't work out the way you want it to. And sometimes it does when you have stuff like the Nanit and you can tell Levi night-night. You know, it is a sweet moment in our day that we get to just break away at a character and see Levi, who loves you both. And I'm glad that we're talking about this on Ladies' Night because a lot of times we don't get to express how actually hard it is. I swear, I don't know how you did it. And I mean, we weren't in COVID, obviously, at the at the beginning of Psych, but uh, but the way you guys 
have stayed so connected to your kids, your family, and everything during all of this is always just, I'm I've in awe of both of you. Well, I think, for, you know, for me, when we were doing it initially, for you too, Jasmine, is that I kept reminding myself, this is not forever. That this is a moment in time, and these children are going to be with us for their entire life. Psych, each episode, each day of work, that's just a day. And it might be really hard, and weeks being gone from them was terrifying, you know, because you don't know what they're doing at home as far as like their growth, their experiences that you want to be a part of, like Kennedy staying home when she couldn't join us. And my Henry, when he was home and he didn't join me in those early, early days of psych, because he stayed home with dad because he was still in school. But I just kept reminding myself in order to mentally get through it, it's not forever. It's just a moment in time. This too shall end. This too shall pass. And you know, it's not thing hokey of like, yo, we'll all be stronger for it because it hurts um, <laughs> at the time. But, uh, you know, for me, my baby could come to set. Lena could come to set when uh, she was little. The nanny would find me every three hours, say, hello, it's time to feed your baby. I'm like, but I'm in the middle of a scene. <laughs> feed your baby now, yeah. you know. But yeah, we ladies, we balance a lot, especially when we were, you know, when we're mamas, Mm. but everybody balances a lot with animals, with lovers, with Mm. children. (laughs) Um, And, and we decide that we want to uh, go work as well, because that's part of who we are as well. And also we don't want to be broke. I mean, I was a single parent for a long time. And so (laughs) more, more, more than it just being a day, it's like, well, I have children that I need to support. Yeah. And yeah. school yeah. is expensive and college is expensive. And like, it hurts so much sometimes to be on set when you have a one-year-old or a two-year-old, right? It's hard. And even a 16-year-old, because you're like, what is she doing? I want to be involved. I want to know. I'll be nosy. Um, but then also you have to, be, we have to work. We live in an economy that doesn't allow one person to support us family of four. That's just not Mm-mm. not the way that it is. And so we pull up our bootstraps and we do what we got to do. And I just want to give a shout out to all the moms that are listening because it is a really hard, stinking job. And I am saying that, that it is a hard job and you are doing a great job. And a mom's mind never stops working. It's mm. like, it just never, you can never, it's hard to articulate, but you can never turn off your mind once you become a mom. Like you're laying down in bed and you're thinking about the to-do list for the next day and what your children need. And as an actor, we're trying to run lines in our heads. Mm. I, I wake up sometime in the middle of the night running lines like, oh, God, where am I? OK, I need to remember that. All right. You know, and so shout out to all the the moms that are out there. You're doing a great job. And us ladies of psych love you so much and appreciate that you're listening to this. And yeah, give yourself give well, yourself a hug today. You know, some people who might be listening to this think, well, actors, they've got everything, you know, they have everything (laughs) at their fingertips, you know, (laughs) but, um, you know, the, the hard truth was season two of psych, uh, Mm -hmm. that's season one. I would go back and forth with the baby. I was her main food source. I (laughs) was her main caregiver. So Lena flew with me everywhere. Um, and then I would fly home. Season two, Lena and I moved up together while my husband stayed home with our son so he could finish out the school year because of Sykes' shooting schedule. And so in those early days when we would have 15, 16-hour days, I don't just get to go home when those long shooting days are over. I put on a different hat because now I'm single parent. And um, it's just you work differently. I was like, oh, well, I get to relax now. No, you don't get to relax. You never get to relax. You have somebody else who's caring for you, who's depending on you beyond anything. Um, so those days uh, as single parents, and Jasmine knows very clearly, um, whether or not you have someone else in your life that is a great source of friendship or a partner that you can lean on. But in the end, you're putting that baby to bed. You are doing everything um, and finding those moments where you can find the strength to relax and to try to remember to run your lines the next day, uh, you find it in the margins. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing too, watching you guys throwing a throwing a pandemic 
on top of everything you're already juggling uh, and this this new world of like self tapes and oh. also trying to like <laughs> it's not just psych it's also like trying to line up the next thing and hustling and doing all that at the same time I both of you all of you and how you do it so easily I feel like I especially <laughs> it's not easy I didn't mean easily you make no, it look we're easy make, that's what I'm saying we're tricking you every yeah. mother <laughs> is tricking you it's like we are we are always shocked like oh man I can't believe I pulled that off again right Kirsten it's like yeah, wow you mark it off I, the calendar like, like wow I did it I did <gasps> it and look, and, and Kirsten touched on it for a second. We get to bring joy and laughter to people's lives, especially with Psych. Mm. Psych is just like such a special, special show with fairy dust all around it. And it, it makes people so happy. And so we're the fortunate ones that get to come in and just have fun. And it's a sisterhood and it's a family. And at the end of the day, we create a product that people are really going to just devour because they're, they need something in their life to make them happy. So we have the easier end of the deal, right? We get to go. It just doesn't, we just, what we're trying to say, it doesn't make it easier that we're right there in the ditch with you. We're digging the <laughs> ditch with you. We're right there every day. We all had to live through COVID times and worrying about our health mm. and our family. And so really, we hope that you like Psych 3. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's where we are. So, yes, <laughs> we we really hope you like Psych 3. But also, I know for me coming out of this, I, I want to say coming out of this pandemic as if it's like, but obviously it's still very much here, very much here in June uh, when we did this. But like coming back into work, coming back into a set full of people, you were touching on this, Jasmine, like this sort of fairy dusty kind of thing. There was something in this one that felt even another level of that. And I don't know if it's the fact that we all did just go through this pandemic together and we were coming in, we were all sharing our experiences of our first two weeks being quarantined in our homes and our whatever. But having the two of you from starting out when we first got to Canada to talk about this experience, to talk about like COVID and also what they kind of wrote for us to have together, which there's even more I know that uh, that we got to do. So luckily we got to have the experience. It's not even in the movie, but I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but it was so, so special. And I feel like, um, you know, Jasmine, I'm so curious to like what had you seen Psych? Prior to like, mm, that's what I wanted. I had, I had you know, <laughs> funny enough, I met Dule. <laughs> funny enough, I met Dule having never seen anything that Dule was in. So <laughs> that's awesome. I had oh, never that's watched, awesome. had never watched the West Wing. I take that back. I did see holes, like bits and pieces, but not you know holes. Uh, oh my gosh, um, he could fix that. I, yeah, he could fix that. But I'd never watched West Wing, and I never watched Psych. And so when I met Dulé, I met him cold, which was great because I didn't have any pre-existing ideas about who this person was. And so I hadn't watched Psych until maybe a, a year after dating him. And I was like, let me watch one. And I watched the pilot and I remember thinking, damn, this is long because I guess it was, it was supposed to be a movie. Really? It was a movie, right? It was like a it was, was like it not super a regular. Was the pilot supersized? It was. It was. Yeah. And I was, was like, what were they doing? They were doing this every week. And Dulé was like, oh, no, that's. And he explained. And I was like, OK, because I was like, damn, this is a long episode of TV. Um, and you guys all looked 12 years old. And so. Because we were. Maggie, you, know, you looked so I different looked in the so pilot. Different so in the pilot. I mean, you guys I were. Well, you too, Kirsten, because you were pregnant. Okay, everybody looks different. James had that weird uh, hair, and it was just a lot of stuff going on. So I hadn't watched it. And so fast forward, I get a call from James saying, hey, would you like to be in a psych movie? And I was like, yes, I would. And so then du <laughs> so Dulé said, these are the episodes that you need to watch. This is going to catch you up to speed. And he made me a list. And he was like, these are the ones. And I watched them, and I just remember almost peeing on myself laughing. Like, oh. it was just so funny. And it, it didn't seem like, even though the outfits and the hairstyles were different, oh it could have just, just been right now. Do you know, it could have just, it took me out of, like, 2019 or 2018, whenever I watched them, 2017. It didn't matter. And you guys were just so funny. And I was like, I can't wait to do this. Do you remember which episodes? 
I can probably look on my Amazon. I just oh. remember it was it was <sighs> one it was one where because he bought them on Prime for me. Like he oh, bought the, the episodes. Okay. It was one where he got in a fight with himself in the office and made like a humongous mess. Like he had murdered somebody, oh, I yeah, think. Yeah. And then he made like a huge mess in the office. Office space. Office space. And then one where he fell in love with a girl and she was a murderer. He wanted me to see him in bad relationships because <laughs> I was coming in. <laughs> because I was coming Wait, what's in. What's the one with the... With um uh ba, 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 Kelly uh, not Kelly Carrie Washington Carrie yeah there's something about Mira uh, yes Mi- that's that is who, Mira. yes yes it was that's exactly and I was like well, let me just say I was so impressed by the level of talent you guys had on every episode I'm like Carrie Washington yeah what? you know you guys just had amazing guest stars and that just speaks to the quality of the show that you got people to come for eight seasons and just do your show, which well, is and, like, and that was funny that you bring that up because I remember driving, uh, I think we were in the van driving home after a long, long day. And Tim was, uh, in the van and we were remarking on some wonderful guest star or something that we had. And we were joking. He's like, you realize we could never get cast on this show now. Like you and me, and it's like oh, we no. could never get a guest star no. on this show because we're not a list enough to like land a guest star. I was like, yeah, you're. Right. I think it was you know like William Shatner was just yeah coming like- in, and I was like, you're right. Mm-hmm. We could never get cast on Psych because we're too awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Felicia Rashad plays your mother. Yeah, what is happening yeah. here? Dueling like, dads, dueling dads. Yeah, dads. I'm like, yeah. It was just so, it was, you know, so no, I hadn't watched and then I got caught up to speed. And I was like, okay, I see where we're going with this. And Let's then Selene, Selene came in and, and shook it up. It was so fun to get to finally see Gus, like, have a real match. That was such a fun thing for us to watch. That was the first movie is when we meet you in the planetarium. And look at you all now in Psych 3. So I can say we can have spoilers because Perfect. Uh, we can. this will be, yeah, this will come out, I would say like after it premieres. But we can talk about all the fun. We can talk about all of our, uh, our fun dress up days. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. I can't. That's still oh that is still in yes 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 okay great you we have so many pictures to leak once the once they finally are out there I said they better not cut that I have ten thousand Christmas photos in my phone I so they better not honestly, cut that that was one of the most fun days I feel like except for Corbin throwing snowballs really hard and not realizing <laughs> I'm just oh. kidding. Yeah, he's like major league all <laughs> yeah. over again. I was like, "Why are you whipping snowballs at us?" And then I got then I got sick on the barley. Remember, so I was like, "Oh, <gasps> done. oh that's right." I, mean, I keep thinking like, "Oh, ladies' night, psych three. What do you what like things do you remember?" It, I'm surrounded by food memories. Oh yeah, yes. and that night it was barley in the soup, and you were like, I'm "I was so worried about you." Oh, yeah, Maggie. No. You saved me. Remember, you're like, this is what you need to do. Yeah, you know what, guys? This is a cautionary tale not to eat beef and barley in the middle of the day from <laughs> from craft services. You know, that's a good lesson that I learned. James was like, don't ever do that again. But yeah, so then I'm I'm literally about to burst from the inside, and then mm-hmm. Corbin wails you in the head. Now, listen, guys, everybody listening, I'm very protective of. Oh Maggie. my god. You're like a little guardian angel to me. Yeah. And so I'm protective of her just in general nine to five, you know, just any any given day. So then Corbin thinks he's in the major leagues and wails her with a snowball. And I break character. I was like, that's too hard. That's too hard. I remember that. She's like, what are you doing? And we were still rolling. I'm sure there's yeah. an outtake of that somewhere. There's got to be. There's got to be. Very. It's gonna be that a, was so funny. Wait, I had a two-pill face. Yeah, that's was right the day I got the beef and barley. That was the day you because, were sick too? Yes, that was the beef and barley oh, day. I just, because we did everything in one day because we were all in the costumes. We were all in the makeup. We were all in the hair. And we almost didn't do it. Remember that? Um, oh, oh, that's right. Because of the rain. The rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, it was nothing but drama. It was nothing but drama this day. We are in the middle of nowhere. And when I say nowhere, I mean the middle of nowhere. We, were, we? we had driven Boonstown. What is <laughs> an hour Jane? outside. Remember, we were like an, in a separate zone. We were outside the zone of Vancouver. So we were like an hour outside at that 
We did Jamestown. This, we, is it Jamestown? Boomstown? Oh, Jamestown is yeah. not where people Langley. Die. <laughs> Like, yeah, what Jamestown. It? Like, Jamestown, I think it was. But we are, let, let's just bury the lead here. We're in full 1980s outfit, hair, makeup, fully done up in fake snow. And then it starts to rain. Yeah. And for hours, I remember we had so much fun. Like at the oh, beginning yeah. of the day when we first got there, it was like, look at us. Look at our hair. Look at this whole thing. We had names for each other. We had very 80s names for each other. Heather. We were like, Heather. Megan. Tiffany. Me, Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. Yep. And then we, by like hour six, because we thought we weren't going to shoot it that day. That's right. And then we ended up, uh, I think, doing it really fast. But um, Jazz, you were, yeah, not not feeling so hot. Oh. The second half of the day, remember, I was like, oh, oh gosh, something <laughs> I ate. I don't know. And you're like, it was the barley. I know it was the barley. And I was like, I think you're right. Oh, my gosh. My stomach is about to explode. Everything was expanding yeah. in the high waisted 1980s jeans. Everything was expanding that should not have been expanding. And the barley <laughs> was like right, but right b- behind the button. Yeah, it's like where the button sat on my stomach. The barley was like, "Hey, I'm right here, and I'm just gonna push against you." You know, it was an experience. It was, I learned a lot that day. And you were smiles all the way through it. Camera rolls, and you were just like, "Hi!" Until I yelled at Corbin. One of my favorites was you, Kirsten, with uh, Corbin uh, when he's choking. <laughs> And how you give him this look, just kind of like, you know better. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then he does it again. I think he choked three times where I have to get up across the table and give him the Heimlich maneuver. He was so proud. And um, when he says, hey, let's do this. And we're thinking, time of COVID, let's spit. Let's spit across (laughs) the table. And all I kept thinking is, please don't hit Dulé in the face (laughs) with your cheese ball. And time of COVID. And it's like, you know, we're face to face. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be fine. Don't hit Dulé with the cheese ball, Corbin. Yeah. But did he? I feel like he got right, right close to Dulé. I think did it landed on his plate. I think he yeah. hit him a couple of times. I think so. You guys, I love the smells of the season. Thanks to Native's new seasonal scents, my favorites are with me wherever I go. Yes, I'm talking about their deodorant. Native deodorant is formulated with ingredients you have actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. Native deodorant never uses aluminum, parabens, or sulfates, but still keeps you smelling amazingly fresh all day long. With classics and rotating seasonals, Native has a deodorant scent for everyone, including their new holiday-inspired collection. Tis the season for yummy-smelling armpits. Native offers three new delectable new scents, candy cane, sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe. Native is not just good for you, it's good for the planet. They have a deodorant made of 100% paperboard packaging. They are vegan, and they never test on animals. I'm not alone in loving Native. They have over 15,000 five-star reviews. And I know you're going to love them too. Personally, I like the mistletoe flavor because, uh, or I should say mistletoe scent, um, because uh, who doesn't love a little mistletoe? I like it when I can understand what the ingredients are and also very close to my heart that they do not test on animals. I absolutely love this. Keep the sense of the season with you with Native's limited time holiday scented deodorants. Go to nativedeodorant.com and use code pineapple to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, code pineapple for 20% off nativedeodorant.com code pineapple Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers or a place to make summer memories with the whole family no matter who you are where you're going or why with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta Days Inn and Super 8 your Wyndham is waiting get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com restrictions apply visit website for more details We find out, Jasmine, you're pregnant at the end of Psych 2, then Psych 3. But, Kirsten, you were pregnant in the pilot, and then 15 months later, when we got into uh, actually doing the next episode of Psych, you were still pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an elephant. It just keeps going. You both had babies in life, so you both had your babies in life. But then you got to come back and wear your bumps again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. about both of you. I was like, man. 
for a very forgiving uh, production when they're like, oh, a woman's just had a baby. What is she most worried about now as an actress losing her or regaining her figure, losing that baby weight? They're like, hey, you want to wiggle back into the prego pad? We're like, yes, please. Thank you. I don't have to worry about this. It's, you know, and the pacing was wonderful. But yeah, I we did the pilot for Psych in November, December. And then... I went away, had a baby in January, and then we were back. We got found out we got picked up and we were back in Canada in April. So I had a three-month-old. And so I was commuting to Vancouver from LA with a three-month-old um, because I was her food source. Uh, so yeah, but I got to then keep the Prego pad on until, what's the name of it? Sean... Sean and the Red Phantom. It's the Comic-Con. Yeah, the Red Phantom where uh, Lasseter delivers my bebe. Uh, so, but I got to be in the Prego pad. Yeah. But you had a better Prego pad, Jasmine. Well, it was cute. It was cute. But you got to strap in like a nice little corset instead I of mean, wiggling into like a swimsuit. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't comfortable. <laughs> but then I just didn't have to, I just let it all hang out. So, you know, it was like... Forget it. Like I, my 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 boobs just sat right on top of the the belly, and I was like, "This feels very authentic. <laughs> this feels very real." So yeah, in Psych Two, we hid my pregnancy because I was nine months pregnant when we shot Psych Two. Fully pregnant is so crazy to me when I think about what you were doing. That's right, and we actually had to shoot you out. By a in certain a week time, or two. you were like at you were like pushing the limit of like even safety to fly. Like, yeah. So they've they've got me in and out by 36 weeks because after 36 weeks, you're nine months and you can't fly anymore. So I flew home like right when I turned 36 weeks from the second psych movie. But we did all the work to hide the baby. Lots of hiding behind jackets and sitting down. So that movie, I was actually pregnant. And then this movie, I have a, you know, two-year-old two years later, and now I'm pregnant again. So, you know, psych loves to just play mental games on you, you know? <laughs> psych loves pregnant ladies. Maybe that's They maybe do that's love pregnant, pregnant ladies. ladies. Hmm. They do love hmm. pregnant ladies. Hmm. We should do another movie in the future. I think psych so. Psych pregnant ladies. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Maggie. Maybe. Maybe. I love that we all got to bond though over that in this and around Salinae and bringing us to like our ladies night. Like it was one day and one night and probably will go down as one of my top memories and favorite days ever on Psych to spend it with both of you. What was also very cute that I think people would love to know is that Dulé and James actually got the day off because we got to have ladies' night, and they spent it together uh, with Levi. Uh, what did they went like on a little cruise? They went, they went to like, a- the island, Vancouver Island. They went to Vancouver Island. They took him to ride Kermit the Frog, little <laughs> machine toy. Uh, they got him a donut. They did the the ferry. And you and know, how do was- we know all this? Because they sent us pictures all stinking day. They go. sent us pictures. <laughs> we did the same. James did not stop sending me pictures and videos. It was and like that's he was important to know. It was James sending it was you the James. pictures. It wasn't James. Dulé because James no. loves little Dulé and he takes it on him. It's like, oh, I'm gonna show everybody. Listen, from from the day that Levi was born, James has been on the scene as a really strong great uncle. I just remember I think Levi was maybe three weeks old. When did you come, Maggie? You came that day. You and James came. Yeah. He was so, so little. And he had, I, I, so randomly, he had a chocolate onesie on. And I put it on for James because I knew he would appreciate it. And he said, does his onesie say chocolate? I said, it does. <laughs> He's like, give me that baby. And he just sat and like held him. Yeah. And so since then, James is, you know, he does try very hard to stay present and active in Levi's little life, which I really appreciate. And now that Levi's getting older, he can do fun stuff like take him on a ferry, 
fill them up with sugar, you know, <laughs> ply them with donuts. So, yeah, we got all those photos while we were at work. Which was so cute because we were kind of having our own day at work that day. I was going to say, we laughed. We cried. Yeah. We, yeah. like, like this is something that we only get to do when it's us, right? We're not crying on set with them dudes. But together, we can talk about everything. We can feel everything. We allow each other the space to just be happy or sad or whatever the feelings are. And we felt all of that at 1.45 in the morning. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Well, and there was, it was like a confluence of, of emotion. And that was what, the end of week four. So we'd been there for four weeks. We've been shooting for two weeks. I think we'd all, we've all been gone in some shape or form for a month. And knowing what we all had to go through is because we called it passing the baton that night. I remember it's like, all right, here's Juliet. This is Juliet's, you know, backstory. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pass the baton. Okay. uh, Give it to the chief. The chief's got to talk about what she's going through. Mm -hmm. And now, okay, we did that. Now pass the baton. Real quick. Wait, no, pause. The most brilliant scene from you. Pause. Kirsten. I agree. I just remember Maggie and I stood there watching you act and both of us started to cry. Both Both of of us, us, like in the scene, teared up. It was just such fantastic work from you. I can tear up thinking about it uh, just right now. And also knowing kind of uh, knowing you and all of our stories and all of the years and all of the time and everything we've all been through. There was something about that moment in that scene. You going where you were going with it, I think it just hit us all. On top of the tears we had already shared that day. Already, Um, right. And and when you just can't stop the emotions and when you can't stop the tears and you're like, I think I'm fine, but Mm. yet all of this is coming up. And then to carry it into that scene, which I don't think I could have done if I didn't know I had you two to receive it and that I could talk to you about what it's like to work and work and work. And then you second guess about, you know, is somebody there at home for me? What am I giving up so I can work and work and work? And it's a constant question that we have of when we pull ourselves so thin. And I knew that I could maybe find that realism because I had, I wasn't looking at Juliet and Salem. I was looking at Maggie and mm. Jasmine. And if acting is reacting, I knew that I could find that gift from you two. Um, but it was, it was, a such a, a, a moment and that it's definitely one of my all time favorite mm-hmm. moments, you know, it was um, so real. It was so grounded. It was so truthful. It was so seamless. It was just like, there are certain scenes in certain portions of a show, any show, movies, whatever, where you just get drawn in and you can understand and see everything that the actor is going through. And that's what you did. And it just was heartbreaking and beautiful all at the same time. So you guys, when you watch the camping scene, just know that on the other side of Kirsten's acting is Maggie and I crying. And the fact that we were able to do this kind of stuff in this, in Psych 3, um, I think, I think it was uh, Corbin that mentioned that this is a grown up. Psych is growing up. And we are that glitter joy, that bubble, you know, sunshine, laughter, the escapism that Psych has offered for so, so long. And it's a wonderful gift to be here. But we're actually being able to delve into other issues. We're delving into deeper issues. We're delving into how old do you think we are? Yeah. You know, of, yeah. Um, and where we are in our lives and where do you know, where Selene and uh, Gus are there. We're all at new stepping points. And yeah. because we've been here, it's been a gift that Steve and James allowed us to go there. Absolutely. I also, and to throw, you know, um, even though he's not here today because he wanted us to have a ladies' yeah. night just for us. Uh, but but him, his journey. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And everything that they have written to, I think I'm, I'm, I feel like this movie does feel like we, we are, we are, it's a next level. I've been, I've told James and Dulé too. I feel like even their level of comedy, um, what they're doing going from, uh, you know, we know they're both 
geniuses, but but this is another level. Everything is. Even and Jasmine, you playing all the emotion of all this, but also the hilarity of that labor scene, which like oh. watching and, and how many times. <laughs> so guys, we shot that scene for two days, two full days. And and Jasmine. Like, hey, what's is, on the schedule today? Yeah. Uh, the labor scene. Yeah. 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 Still. There's we're still, still there. All day. Ah. And All you day. still giving birth. But there is a fine line, you know, when you're playing such a moment. I gotta and I gotta say, delay too. Just the emotion of what's going on and the comedy of it, and to be believable as both characters, knowing what you guys have gone through, what you're going through in the scene, like it is, it is so good. It's so good. And and watching like Kirsten and I got to, you know, we just get to come in and and squeal and be so excited. <laughs> And and we're behind that screen half the time. I know. But like <laughs> what you were doing for two days. But I got to I got to watch it too because um I was I was uh, 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 Ray Weiss and uh Kurt Smith. So when, remember when they're, oh, they're bringing right. in the, the uh the laptops, so in the final product fun fact. seamless, fun facts. So there's Father Wesley and there's Kurt Smith. No, that was me. On the day, and I, did you read some of the parts too, Maggie? I think you. Were I don't like, think I did. I, I want to give all but, credit to you there. Hashtag <laughs> team player. I was just watching and laughing, <laughs> and I was watching. So I was like in that room. I was in the room where it happened, um, <gasps> watching happened. these guys and being Father Wesley at the same time. But what was wonderful is they're like, okay, uh, Jasmine. Just remember to scream a little bit more. Okay, Jasmine, <laughs> bring it down. And then scream in between your lines. And like, can you give us some more like, Mo no, don't scream too. I was like, oh my God, she's going horse. Yeah. She's going to go horse. Maybe five or eight times I thought, I'm about to faint. <gasps> Just from screaming. Like, it's like from going into labor and like, you and know. Breathing. Remember ladies night, I almost fainted into the fire. Do you remember they, were, they had to do wild lines <gasps> wild for the lines. birth? They made me <gasps> do That's the right. wild lines of birth. And it just takes a lot of air out of you. And I just thought, oh, crap. You said I'm that. Going head first into the fire. Here I go. Here I go. <laughs> At 1.45 in the morning, by the way. Yep. We had been yep. shooting all day. That's right. And they were like, oh, we need to get, we need to get more labor lines. sounds. Do you know, side note, they made me do those labor sounds again in ADR. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Remember you guys, we all texted that day and yeah. then I didn't text back yeah. because I was exhausted. I was like, I need some water. Do you guys have some Gatorade? Oh. I need some sugar. Like just being pregnant, giving birth. But it was, it, you know, there's one funny moment and I hope you guys catch it when you watch it. I mean, you've already seen it by this point. We're talking about it. You've seen it. When I'm giving birth and Dulé slaps me, <laughs> and I said, and, and 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 I come out of character, and I said, "That shit hurt," and they used it, but that was not acting. I was like, "God damn it, that that shit hurt." So just know that it's a lot of realism going on in that birth scene. It's like you know, we really were method actors. We just really went there, and you know, and also to have—I mean, we can say this right—to have James deliver the baby. It just it just seemed right and so wrong all at the same time. I and I have to add there was a lot that happened in the scene with all of you that uh, granted most of it was on the page but there was a lot of like you guys were adding and throwing in all kinds of stuff the whole bit where um <laughs> James I could never get through this where he's like he bit my finger he bit my finger <laughs> but he didn't he just have teeth he, he couldn't have bit your finger yeah, he didn't in the script I was like what is he saying right now he said you don't want to <laughs> I want to see the I don't want to no no I don't want to <laughs> yeah, see it you're again. gonna have to do it and delay being like close your eyes ma'am <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to need you to look away. I'm gonna he was like, <laughs> how do I deliver a baby and don't look? It, I mean, it was just, it was a really great way to bring little baby into the world. Yeah. You know, I feel like on any other show, this would have been absolutely ridiculous. But on this show, it was ridiculously right. It was the right way. It was the right circumstance. It was the right moment. It was in the right location. And now, you know, Gus and Sean's relationship is now taken to a whole nother level because obviously you guys watch the movie, you know, they're, they're trying to work through how do they 
remain best friends when Gus is getting a wife and a baby? Like, how does that happen? And Sean made sure that he was involved. Mm. And he was, you know, unbeknownst to him, he was going to have a major role in his best friend's baby's birth. It's actually very poetic. It was the most ridiculous, hardest scene I've ever had to shoot, mainly because of screaming for two days straight. But you got to bite his nose. I also got to. And you got to bite his nose. I got his ass back. Yeah, there's that. Let me tell you, I got him back. (laughs) I feel like I ended on top with the biting of the nose. Oh, and I slapped him back, too. Oh. Like, he slapped me, and I slapped him back. That, That shit hurt. Um, but yeah, it was fun and we all got to do it together. It's a, it's yeah. a group baby. It's like a group project at school. It's everybody's baby. It's your baby. It's a group baby. You birth the baby, but it's, it's the psych. We have a psych baby. It's the psych baby. We have a psych yeah. baby. It's our psych baby. It is. I really hope, uh, we get to make a million of these. And come to think of it, how they edited it, uh, because we know that there's, it's just the process of shooting anything then the way they edit it together and there's time and blah, blah, blah. That scene at the end, though. So we don't know that we, the actors know that baby's name, but the viewers don't, (gasps) do we? Right. Because that baby has a name. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't think that made it to the final edit. Wait. (gasps) Oh. That scene doesn't, that scene actually, so for all the psychos out there, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, there was was another scene. That's so fascinating. Do we not say I don't think we do because the it was in that scene. come in, you know, you don't present, Mm-mm. you know, baby Guster to we, say, this is blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to say that baby's name. <laughs> I don't think we I, do because that scene got cut. Yeah. Which if we're all going to be sharing the love is a beautiful, beautiful Juliet yes. moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when I saw that, I picked up my phone and I texted you, Maggie, because mm-hmm. I was like, Mm-hmm. To see what Juliet has to go through and know where she is in her life's journey to be with Sean, to see Selene and to see Gus mm-hmm. and moments. If we're all at jumping off places of our next step of what's next and we see Lassiter of what's next, because I really have to think about, you know, what's next. And the chief has to think about what's next. Juliet has this moment of really is this what's next? And that concern and that, that conflict of emotions. And pain. It was, and pain. It, was, mm. it was intense. It really was. And I remember both of you just being so uh, wonderful and supportive. At one point, you grabbed my hand, Kirsten. And Jasmine, I remember you looking at me and saying, think of Levi. It was something like when you first came to meet Levi. Well, think I'll of him tell right you now. what was so fresh in my, in my head, too, was... Uh, Jasmine is a, an amazing cook, and uh, we had heard so much. We all uh, share a love of food, and we had heard so much mm. about Jasmine's uh, uh, steak. Wait, her filet. Her oh, filet the carrots. carrots. Oh, my gosh, the potatoes. So one night, and I will always remember this night too. For we, we had such a good time. Um, you guys actually helped me put a, an audition on. <laughs> That's right. Was, you were directing, Kirsten. I was de- decorating, uh huh, and reading. Yeah, I'm reading. Well, oh, you brought me props. You guys brought me I props. Brought you- we like set the whole mm-hmm. thing up. But but that night we all got to have time with Levi before he went to bed, and we were just uh, we were playing with Kermit. He had his Kermit. He wanted his Kermit shirt. His Kermit t-shirt. Kermit t-shirt. And it was a really wild, uh, this whole movie, um, all of our experiences. And again, coming off of what we had very different quarantines because I didn't even realize I didn't fill out all the proper paperwork and everything. Oh my God, don't say that now. Oh, well, I think we're all right now. (laughs) I think we we good. I was like the only one who didn't get a visit from the... um, The Canadian police. Yeah. The Canadian police come for everyone who has not had to travel to Canada during quarantines. (laughs) You have to stay in your house for 14 days. You cannot step out. You cannot go anywhere. And they call you to make sure you're in the house. And then they surprise you with a ding-dong visit at the door. <laughs> they want to see your passports. They want to make sure, you know, they take a quick glance inside right. and make sure everything's mm-hmm. kosher. So I had one and Kirsten had one. And we're like, Maggie, you're next, girl. And she was like, nope, nope. 
Nope. I don't nobody know what you guys are talking about. So she said, what? No, down. She was like, thinking. nobody called me. Nobody yeah. called me. N- no nobody one... came. No. No. Oh, homegirl didn't fill out the paperwork, y'all. <laughs> she just didn't fill out the paperwork. <laughs> she didn't download the app. They didn't even nope. know that she was in. We she was there. We have an app on her phone that they can track I still us. do. How Arrive I... can. Yeah. Arrive can is still on my it's phone. It's still on my phone. I just got back from Vancouver, and you you absolutely still have to do the Arrive Can app that I never had to do in the first place. You still have to do it now. But how did I get in? They just were like, you're cu- you're pretty, girl. Get on in there. <laughs> you look I like got, you're going through a lot. But I, oh. we do. a long quarantine. You look like you're going through a lot. You know what? You're, you've had enough today. You've, Welcome back to life. They Come saw Pina. In. They saw Pina. Like you're cute. Just yeah, they saw. There. They saw. Speaking of, <laughs> Pina. <laughs> um, that was so funny. But I, I remember getting to my, actually my second quarantine location because my first one, if you guys remember, was a, a nightmare. I think you could quarantine somewhere for two weeks, and then I was going to move to where kind of uh, Kirsten, where you were, where we were all going to be. But I wanted a yard for Pina. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, that was a nightmare, and I was actually able to move. So I did get to go outside once um, during my quarantine to move to uh, the building where Kirsten, uh, we discovered we were a couple floors apart and could go out to our balconies (laughs) and wave and talk to each other. Um, Yeah, we had like our little little catch-ups, and we were comparing our days of, uh, did you work out yet? Did you... Are what you still you drinking? Are you still, are we, did no, you is ever it, is stop it wine o'clock? drinking? I and you and I were quarantining alone. Yeah. And uh, uh, Corbin was quarantining alone. Oh yeah, Corbin. Uh, oh my God. That, that'll be a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, but I can't even, I'm just, nope, it, silent. Yeah, right. Oh. But James was already in Canada, so right. he didn't have to quarantine. And then uh, Jazz and Jule were quarantining as a family. Tim was quarantining as a family. So we were all having these different quarantining experiences, but our little group text was like saving me. Oh Some my of those gosh. lonely, lonely days of like, I haven't seen a soul, but I know our aptly named group text uh, space is just like (laughs) as we check in on each other. Yeah. And and I remember because Jasmine was there first, I came the next day, Maggie came the next day. So we were all like one day apart. Day nine, I think is when we all were like, I'm going to kill somebody. I'm just absolutely going to kill somebody. You could do fine for that first week. You know, it was a little different. Then we had to do our second test. And then it was just like, let me out. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. almost out. I'm almost out. Day 14 is right there. But I remember day nine was just like, should we, um, I think I'm just going to drink. Like most time in quarantine experiences, mine's was just so different because I had Levi. It's like, even when COVID first happened and everything locked down, people were like, I'm binging this. I'm, I'm sleeping. And I was like, I am still waking up at 630 oh, yeah. with a nine month old. And it was very similar in Canada. It's like he was two at, you know, he had just turned two, but it was just so busy. And that made me want to run out of the house. I was like, <laughs> I would just really like to go to the grocery store. Mm. I just, I just take, this is, it would be a vacation if I could just, make it to the grocery store. And at one point I was like, no one would ever know, Dulé, if I just went to the grocery store. No, I promise you. He was like, Jasmine, go take a nap. It's it's (laughs) fine. I'll watch Levi. It's going to be fine. And we were so fortunate that we had a house with a yard. So it wasn't even like we were confined in Mm. a small space. We knew going in that we needed space for Levi and you know, we have a circus coming to town. So we have a lot of stuff and cribs and this. and But still, yeah. the restrictiveness of knowing I cannot step past that sign right there, it will drive you crazy. Yep. I think that's it. It's sort of just knowing that, like, I'm not allowed. Even if it was like, this is amazing. I'm just, like, going to be in – I'm going to rest for the next 14 days. I'm like, there's something about being, like, you cannot leave your doorway – I remember them saying that at the building, um, Kirsten. They were like, uh, you can't be in the hallways. We had to put our trash, like, outside <laughs> um, and shut the door. But I'm with you guys. I-, I think it was, like, day nine, day ten, where I felt that I think my 
minds playing tricks on me a little bit. Like I'm starting to feel, I don't know if it's that I knew the end was coming, but you know, they changed the uh, schedule. So I got out of quarantine at midnight and I had to be at work at uh, the next morning. I think they were trying to give us a buffer day just to like not have the shock of going from quarantine to like a set of 150 people. But um, right. yeah, I, which I, I ended up, I loved. It was completely fine. I'll, I just wanted to run and hug all of you, um, which, which by the way, I got in trouble for the second I arrived on set. I oh, yeah. ran to hug someone. They're like, nope, 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 no hugging. <laughs> oh, and remember yeah. the little pager things we had? Oh, we had to wear those little, Discs. they would buzz if you got too close to somebody. If you got closer and, than six feet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also oh. I'm like, at one point, I was like, you know that I'm about to give birth and that, that James is literally going to be. I think yeah. we're okay. Like I think we're all we going to be on top of each other. I think we can hug. I think, <laughs> I think that this is an exception. And we did anyway. The three of us every single day would run in slow motion in the middle of the trailers and hug each other. Mm-hmm. Oh. What are you doing here? Funny to oh see my you God. here. Oh my, God. here. oh my gosh. Hey, Megan. What are you doing here, Megan? So I will say that out of all of my working experiences, the psych set is the most familial. It's the most like people care about each other outside of this very slim moment in time. And I had the pleasure of knowing you guys and building a relationship on some level before I became Saline. You know, so it was like I was stepping into I knew Tim longer than than I knew you guys because our children were in the same school for middle school. So it's like I knew Tim. I knew James. James was one of the first people that Dulé introduced me to, followed by Maggie. Kirsten, you were not. I didn't get there. I know, but you got there. But we got there. We got there. So we all are invested in each other's life. I was telling somebody the other day, it's like family. It's like a bunch of cousins and we don't need to see each other every day. We know that we all got each other's back when it comes down to it. If you need something, I'm going to be right there. If I need something, I know that you will be right there. I can tell you guys stuff. You guys can tell me stuff. And it's like that with just all of us. Yeah. When COVID first happened, I dropped off a box of toilet paper to Tim's wife. Do you know, like, yeah. we're family. This is beyond this this program now. And so now when we come and we haven't seen each other because we've been quarantining for two weeks or, you know, we're going to hug because yeah. we're family. And fall you know? apart if we need to. I I mean, by that day we did that night shoot, our ladies night shoot. I think all of us, it was like a lot of stuff that just sort of like came to. And I think Jasmine, sort of what you're saying is like, that is that, that feeling of like, I'm safe here. Like I can actually, I can just be. I don't have to put on anything for anybody. Um, So therefore, (laughs) we cry. So So we cry because life is hard. Life is hard. Life is hard. We cry because because it's joyful too. And it's like because once we release that emotion, we know what's immediately being replaced with is joy. Comfort. And comfort and that strength. Yeah. Support. From that family. It just slides right in. You know, you guys are really, really supportive and special. You know, I joined something that was already working. And I do want to say thank you that you guys never one time made me feel different. You just made me feel like you guys were missing me all those years and that I was finally there. But we were. It's not like fitting in. It's like there was another piece that we didn't even know we were missing. Exactly. And then she showed up. There's the Shell Silverstein of like, well, what's that missing piece? Yeah. Oh, it's there Jasmine. it is. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys I love you best. both so, so much. Um, the memories and the impact of being able to have that time with you guys on this movie is just, it's a truly one of my favorite uh, psych experiences. So thank you for doing the special ladies night psych three. This is Gus. Um, podcast and I will also say is there anything else you want to add oh go buy my book 
Thank you. <laughs> I was say, plug it, plug it, plug it, plug it, plug it. Most, most perfect you um, is out. And I'm going to have to hang up soon because I got to pick your nephew up from um, preschool. But I want to say Lena's Shoes Are Nervous was one of the books that I read to Levi to prepare him. I promise you I did. And so while you're buying my book, <laughs> go ahead and pick up. Kirsten's My husband's book. book. It's a beautiful book about how Lena's shoes are nervous to start kindergarten. And so we read that book to Levi and, and we told him it was okay to be nervous. And so I just want to say thank you for telling me about that book. And when you buy my book, buy both. Buy both. Because they're both Buy great. more books. <laughs> buy more books. That's our thing. Buy more books. Buy more, buy books. more books. Read. <laughs> it's fundamental. <laughs> Read. Okay. I love you, ladies. Love you. Love, back. You. And, love uh, you. And thank you. And um, happy Psych 3, everybody. <laughs> happy Psych 3. Thank you all so much for listening to the Ladies' Night episode of The Psychologists Are In. Please feel free to message us on Instagram at The Psychologists Are In or our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. While you're at it, follow us on TikTok because we're that cool at The Psychologists Are In. See you guys next week for episode four. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.